Hey, fresh ad read today because I want you to know that my new book, Motivation for Regular People, Reframing Your Drive to Pursue Your Goals and Achieve Your Potential, is coming out on November 14th of this year. This book is the culmination of all the research I've been doing on motivation for the last six months. In this book, you'll gain a fresh perspective on how motivation actually works, and by the time you finish reading, you'll understand how to leverage your motivation to accomplish your most important goals. I'm so excited for this book to come out, and you don't have to wait until November 14th to purchase your copy. In fact, you can go on Amazon and pre-order your copy today, and you'll receive an instant download via Kindle whenever the book becomes available. You can also wait to buy the paper book on November 14th if you want to have a copy to take notes in, or if you want to bring me a copy and have me sign it for you. That's totally fine as well. I'll include a link to the book on Amazon in the show notes if you want to go ahead and pre-order, and I would be on Honored if you would help spread the word about the book to others who may also be looking for some extra motivation. As a special treat for listening to the show, I'll include a link to read the introduction right away for free on my website. You can hit pause and read it now if you want, or you can wait until you finish listening to the awesome conversation that you're about to hear. Hello and welcome to the Motivation for Regular People podcast, where you'll find all the inspiration you need to start, continue, and finish the goals that matter most to you. That is especially relevant today because on this episode, you're going to learn all about how to get unstuck from a guest who I know very well. Before we get to that point, let me remind you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. You'll get new episodes every Thursday along with a few bonus episodes each month. And if you enjoy the content, it would mean a lot to me if you would leave a rating and a review so we can grow this community and help more people with their motivation. Today, I'm going to be talking with David Russell. David is someone who I've known for probably almost 10 years now. I've gotten to know him a lot better over the past year or so as we've been in a mastermind group together. And I wanted to have David on the show because, and I'll say this in the episode, but David's story of transformation this year has been one of my favorite success stories of all of 2023. David started the year kind of in a funk, not really sure what he wanted, not really sure how to move forward, but he's made some pretty incredible changes to his motivation, to his workflow, to his determination. And so I wanted to have him on the podcast. That way he could talk about his experience and what advice or what insight he might share with others who are in a similar position right now. You're going to really enjoy this conversation. I know you're going to find a lot of value in listening to David's story and hearing about his experience from the past year. So let's dive in. Here's David. Hey, David, great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, great to be here. Glad to be here. So, David, you are one of my favorite success stories from the year. <laughs> I remember earlier this year, because we're in a group that meets pretty regularly. You're a part of uh, our mastermind group that I've talked about before on the show. <laughs> and I remember earlier this year, you were just kind of struggling to gain traction, didn't feel like you were being as productive as you maybe would have liked to be. And now it just seems like you're crushing it in every area. So what's changed over the past several of months that's led to all this progress? Yeah, I, I I would just say it's honestly, it's like a number of things. It's it's hard to say, like there was this one thing and that one thing happened to me and now I'm on fire. But I, I think 
I think some of it starts with uh, a realization or, uh, you know, recognizing where you are in in comparison to where you want to be. So I think some of it is because my wife and I are navigating this world of what we call semi-retired. You know, I, I retired from the military 10, 11 years ago, um, went into ministry for 10 years, COVID killed my last job, and we decided to step back from, from full-time, you know, ministry. And 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 so we, you know, I started a business, uh, started a business during COVID. That was really hard. But you know, moving from that and selling two houses, buying an RV, moving, you know, living full-time RV. We we downsized from a 3,000 square foot house to a 300 square foot RV. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, we gave away or sold or gave to our kids like, like everything. We sold our bedroom furniture and our living room furniture and our kitchen furniture to the people that bought our house. <laughs> like we literally woke up out of our bed folded up our clo- our sheets and stuff, put them in the car, drove down to the closing, signed the papers, and then drove away. <laughs> we traveled light. <laughs> so That's kind of nice. We traveled light, yeah. Well, we, and we didn't have to, oh, and our washer and dryer. So we didn't have to move those things out of the house. But so literally like over the next year, year and a half or so, now we're transitioning in this weird place where we we don't have to work you know 40 hour week to 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 get by we don't have to do all this kind of stuff and so we're kind of like are we retired and i'm like we're way too young i mean we're only 52 we're way too young to be retired i got a lot more energy but we're, we're we found ourselves kind of navigating this weird space of i you know and for a lot of people it's this transition in life you know there's lots of them going from single to married going from no kids to kids you know going from you know, having kids to empty nests or, you know, just all those other transitions in life. And so this is just another one of those that you kind of, it's a first time for us. And what I found was I had a lot of time on my hands, like too much time on my hands. And I was feeling a little, you know, a little purposeless, a little like lack of some motivation. I mean, I had my business, but I, you know, you know, I was fulfilling what I needed to do for people who were counting on me, but I wasn't working on growing it. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't actively really trying to achieve anything. I was just kind of, I was floating in the lazy river of life. Yeah, I think you it's, were maintaining. I was, yeah, I was, I was just maintaining. You know, the lazy river is easy. You just sit back in the tube and you kind of sweep your hands around, paddle, and that's about all you got to do. And you just kind of keep going around. But but I wasn't satisfied. I mean, that's okay. I think for a period, you know, when you need to rest, maybe you're coming out of a, a difficult time or whatever. And sure, you know, some people take a month off, some people take two, but for me, the, the lack of productivity, activity and other things was really starting to get down, get me down. And, and I think just recognizing that, but I'll be honest, I wasn't hundred percent sure how to get out of it. Uh, so like, like being in our mastermind group was part of a start uh, to that. And, and then, you know, through that, I think there's just this several things. I don't know. Should I just like bullet list them out real quick or let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. I know some I'm, of them, I probably don't know all of them, but I want to hear, and I'm sure people listening do too. Yeah. I mean, so one, I think it's, it's, it's getting in contact with, with other people who are, 
you know, who are motivated, you know, they always talk about, you know, you're, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so are those people, uh, you know, are they movers and shakers? Are they producers? Are they productive? Are they active? Are they making things, you know, are they achieving goals or are they not? And so being in the mastermind group ha is one thing that started, you know, because like we do weekly goals and then even we transitioned in our own group to quarterly and annual goals. And how do those all tie into our what we're doing on a weekly basis? So from that and and so we're in the same mastermind group, you and I and, and a couple other guys uh, from that, you know, I started listening to like your podcast and some other podcasts. And so that was really good. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally, and I started reading some books again. Like I used to read all the time. And then I, you know, I went, I feel like I went a couple of years without reading a single book. So I started picking up books, listening to podcasts and, you know, starting to fill my mind with, you know, information and things that, that are, that are going to be positive and going to help, help move me on. And then, as you know, like there was, there was a, a few of, of your podcasts uh, that, you know, really hit home with me. And I know different ones will hit home with different people, but there was two in specific one. I remember, uh, I think the guy's name was Byron. Um, but he had, uh, I, I don't even remember he had written a book, but he said a lot of good things. And one thing just stuck with me and it's become like my mantra and it was hope is not a strategy for success. And I don't even think it's his quote. I think he was quoting somebody else. Um, I don't remember. Do you remember what episode that was? So, yeah, that was episode 17 with Byron Morrison. Byron wrote a book called Maybe You Should Give Up. I don't remember if that quote was from the book itself. But yeah, he came on the podcast and he said, hope is not an effective strategy. Right, right. Yeah. No, I think I looked it up and it, and he had he was quoting someone else. And and so, you know, that's one thing that really dawned on me, because like in my business, I I. <clears throat> I, I want my I want and wanted my business to grow, but I wasn't doing anything. I was, you know, it's kind of this thing. And I think a lot of new business owners go through this. You know, they set up their LLC, they get their EIN number from the IRS, they get a website and a Facebook profile and stuff, and then and a phone number, and then they go, okay, I have a business now, and but the phone's not ringing. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, but but I have something that I know is that people want. I have something that I know is useful. I have something that I know is effective that will genuinely help people. Why is nobody calling me? Well, partly because they don't know you exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think a lot of it, and that's kind of where I was. I mean, I had had my business for a while, but like I said, I was kind of just in the uh, lazy river of just maintaining. And And once I decided I wanted it to grow, I think I stayed in the lazy river for another couple of months of just hoping it would grow just because I decided I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. um, and so from that, and then there was another podcast um, that I think you had mentioned a framework around uh, motivation. And so I remember I, I, I called you up and I just said, Hey Brady, I'd like, you know, if you can fit me into your schedule to, to bring me on and coach me for a while uh, and so we did that for, I can't remember, it was five or six sessions. Um, I've, I've had coaches before. And so I, I definitely believe in coaching. You know, there's always this, you know, for everybody, there's like, you know, there's time, there's money and, and, and all this kind of stuff. It's just like, but I, I mean, my experience has been that coaching is, is worth it because through, and I remember through our sessions together, we, 
you know, each time we'd kind of tackle this one little thing and then I'd, I'd take a week or two or three to kind of process what we had talked about, work on some things. And, and it was all very tailored, you know, to me, you know, cause you're, you're listening to what I'm saying. You're, you're giving feedback, you're asking questions, you're helping me dig into, you know, what are the issues of, you know, kind of chopping this thing down into little smaller bites and saying, you know what, okay, so what's the issue with this little piece that's holding you back or whatever. And so mm. just a quick, quick example was one, um, you know, we, we did the, uh, uh, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank on it. The uh, working genius. Working genius. Yes. Yeah. The yes. working genius assessment. And it didn't really surprise me the results that I'm a, I'm a wanderer and an inventor. I'm at the, I'm at the, the front end of this, like, I think big pictures, I have ideas, I have all stuff. And my weakest area was, was like tenacity, which is that, that, that just follow through to get it done, you know? And, and, and looking back, I'm like, oh, that's just like my life over and over again. I was like, I have these great ideas. I start working on them. And then as the time goes on, it's like, I start to lose interest in them or something. And then I move on to something else. Mm -hmm. I may or may not have finished them to to their ultimate completion point doesn't mean i didn't never finish anything i don't want to point it out play it out that way but <laughs> but recognizing that okay that is that is an area that is not a strength of mine you know what what can we do mm. well using some of my technology experience and things like that i mean especially lately with some new technology stuff it's like automation i love automation and so i remember like one of the things that that we had talked about was maybe setting up automation for some of those very redundant, you know, tasks that, that I do for my clients every week. If I can somehow automate some or all of that process, then, then obviously that's going to make it a lot easier to do. And I don't have to spend as much time, you know, swimming in the pool that I'm not good swimming in. Yeah, uh, that's good. And so, and so that's, that's made, that's made a huge difference is now like, oh, now I actually have, and that's not the only one, but it's like, but now I have tools that that help push me through the areas where I'm not as strong. It's like in the areas where I'm strong, I'm not saying I don't need any tools, but I don't I, I can take a much smaller tool belt. I can take mm -hmm. a couple tools, carry them in my hand for the areas I'm strong and I'm good. For the areas where I'm weak, it's like I need a toolbox with several different things. Um and so, you know, that's I think it's the combination of all those things, being in this group you know, uh, going, you know, filling my mind with things that are, 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 you know, kind of pushing me in the direction, you know, filling me with, with, you know, good news, good language, good, you know, things that are going to push me in the direction I want to go. Um, coaching, getting a coach, talking to somebody and, and working thing out. And then even beyond that, cause we're still in the mastermind group together. Um, you know, one of the things that, that we do, Brady, is this loom video at the end of each day. And so for your listeners who don't know, so one loom is a is an online software video like screen recording kind of uh, service. And they have a free version. And, you know, there's no kickback here from from that. Just let you know, loom, L-O-O-M. Not sponsored yet. Maybe not one sponsored yet, but loom, if you're listening, <clears throat> uh, but it, it allows like, so what we'll do, what we do in our mastermind group is at the end of each day, we will just screen record and talk about our calendar for the day, how it went and kind of quickly look at like our checklist, our to-do list and, you know, how much did we accomplish or not accomplish 
what got in the way, what didn't. But that creates a little bit of the sense of accountability that, you know, if I sit in a lazy river all day, my mastermind group is going to know. <laughs> They're going to know. Uh, and so I don't want to be, and I, and I think that's that's true of most people in general. You know, it's like the uh, the setting a goal. If if I keep this goal to myself, if I just write it down, fold it up, and put it in my pocket, I know it's there. But I'm only answerable to myself if I achieve or don't achieve it. If I if I seek it or don't seek it, if I take steps towards it or don't, the only one mm -hmm. that's going to know is me. And, mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm I give myself a lot of leeway. You know, it's okay as we all do. Tired. Yeah, you're tired. You've been tired for a month. It's okay, but when you put that out there publicly, either in a small group or you just blast it out on social media for the world to see, you are so much more likely to see that goal through because you you feel accountable to the world you just told. Mm -hmm. And you know, people generally, again, there's I'm sure there's exceptions to every every statement, but generally people don't want to be seen as someone who doesn't follow through mm -hmm. doesn't do what they say they're going to do who who sets goals and then flakes on them you mm -hmm. know i think most people don't uh and so that's i i mean that that was a lot <laughs> no uh, this is good so go ahead and finish the story and then we'll go back and review a couple of key points but you started the year I don't think you mentioned specifically the business that you were working in. You had an RV inspection business primarily. You were right. floating in the lazy river, like you said, kind of trying to figure out like, where am I in this transition? What do I want out of the next part of my life? Right. And what's your day-to-day -day look like now? What are you currently doing? Yeah. So my my primary business is my small business consulting and marketing business. And I work with, with business owners, uh, you know, small, medium. I haven't worked with any big, but I certainly will. Uh, but I, I work with business owners to to help them either sort out business processes. I'm a big process guy. That's why the automation thing, I love it because you get to map out the process to make the automation work. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an efficiency nut. Like uh, there's, there's always one of my favorite books that most people have never even heard of is called The Toyota Way. And mm. it's it's a it's a it's a book about the manufacturing process at the Toyota plants back in like the I think it's in the 90s when they made this major shift to how they it wasn't so much of how they build cars as much it was how they procure uh, things for building their cars or what their building car process is. And out of that came a, a system called uh, Lean Six Sigma. Uh, that's a whole other story, but the big deal is that lean is just like like you're chopping off all the fat and all you have left is lean. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So that's removing things out of your processes that are inefficient. Um, and so anyway, the Toyota way is this kind of story background of them working through that process to to streamline their manufacturing so they can keep producing quality cars, but not let the price go bazonkers, you know, by you know, material costs or whatever. Anyway, um, I get lost in my own story sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so working with businesses in that way, and then also marketing, uh, I do a lot of marketing stuff, whether it's from, it's funny when you say 
like that's why I don't say I do digital marketing because you say digital marketing and there's a million different things you could be doing. You could do a graphic design, print design, this, that, or the other. You know, it's like I focus on either basically web uh, SEO, search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. uh, so I work on either building websites or fixing websites or Google business profiles and stuff like that to get people who are on page 20 <laughs> up to page one and hopefully in one of the top, you know, top three spots, which mm. my last, you know, three or four clients I've posted about it. I'm just like, I'm, I mean, and I'm always ecstatic because I want to win for my clients because I want my clients to win. And so, you know, being able to say, yeah, yeah, our last three or four clients, we've got them to position two, position two. Uh, one of them just recently, he was in position two and four, the same oh, wow. The same website, two different Double pages for ranking. I'm like, that was, yeah, that was a grand slam. Um, and so anyway, that's the kind of stuff I do. But like I said, I was in this kind of no man's land back in uh, the early part of the year, January, February, March, where I was just kind of drifting and I wasn't actively pursuing, you know, finding more clients. Who can I help? You know, who needs my help and wants my help? Uh, and Anyway, I just start. So my day now, uh, I mean, it's very my my days and my weeks, my months almost are planned. Like I'll do just like some big goals for the month. Like I want to accomplish this one or two like kind of bigger projects for the month, maybe. And, and then I'll map that out. I'll just do a week one, two, three, four. I have this checklist like one. OK, so to accomplish this, I've got to do this in sometime during week one, I've got to do this sometime during week two, week three, and then week four. And then each week I have a Monday through Friday checklist that some of it's the, you know, the re routine stuff we mentioned, I've got to do this, 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 you know, every Monday I do this and every Tuesday I do this, but then I fit in there where I'm going to do other client fulfillment work. You know, if I get in a new client, I've got to onboard them. I've got to, you know, do the work that they hired me for or whatever. And so mapping that out. And I used to be, it's funny, my wife has been a checklist person forever. Not me. <laughs> I have been uh, a person who's been resistant to checklists. And I think because I used them in the Navy, I think it was some of it too. You know, mm -hmm. the Navy was, I worked really hard for 20 years and, you know, you're always on the clock. You never know when you could be called in. There's always things to do, you know, as a, as a high demand environment. And I think when I came out of that, I was just like, I want to take a break, you know, but I don't think taking a break for too long is, is healthy for anybody. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Anyway, so I'm back to that. And then that becomes a big part of, you know, so now I like schedule out. Uh, I mean, I'm just now at this point where I'm actually scheduling out my week in advance. So I, I've already got my to-do list, like they're already built. So now I just need to go in and, and plot out in my calendar when, when am I going to do this? Because it's kind of like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a committee, but you get a committee who sits around and they cut somebody says, hey, why don't we do this? They talk about it and the committee goes, yeah, we should do that. Okay. Does everybody agree? Yeah, we agree. And then, okay. And let's move on to the next topic. Let's talk about the budget or whatever. And I'm the guy in the meeting who always goes, whoa, 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 time out. Let's back up. Who's going to do this thing we just decided mm -hmm. to do? When do we want it done by what, you know, what are the parameters you can't just, and, and I see that a lot, especially, well, I've seen it in the military. I've seen it in nonprofit boards that I've been a part of. And it's just like, I'm always the guy that's like, Whoa, hit the brakes. <laughs> right. Who's doing it? When do we want it done by? And they're, and it's funny how people are like, Oh, 
yeah, I guess we probably should figure that out too. Cause otherwise, you know, it's, it'll just, so like, it's like a goal without any, you know, time commitment or some kind of measurable aspect to it is, is, you know, I don't know what it is. It's a daydream. <laughs> right. But that's a big part of your story is this process of making things more concrete, getting them out of your head, getting them out into the world, whether it's in the mastermind group or through these loom videos. And, and I kind of just want to reflect on that for a minute yeah. to move from hearing your story to processing kind of what I'm seeing and what I have been seeing. So you were at a place where you were very responsive. You were waiting for someone to call you. You were waiting for these things to happen all while feeling this sense of just cognitive dissonance, like not feeling fulfilled, not being feeling productive. And it sounds like through the combination of accountability, whether through our coaching, which I very much appreciate the endorsement and the kind words there, um, but our coaching and the mastermind, and then some of these things that you were intaking these books and these podcasts that were building awareness, you made this shift from being primarily responsive and waiting for the next shoe to drop to now being very proactive in terms of building your schedule, reaching out to new clients and really being intentional about creating the kind of life that you want to live. Yeah. Yeah, ab absolutely. I mean, especially when it comes to not, not especially, but this is one that I'm, you know, I have to keep working at mentally uh, is, is like the, the prospecting for new clients. You know, that's not, it is not something that comes easy to me. It's something I have this like mental battle every time I'm going to try to, you know, call someone or reach out to them or, or whatever and, and try to, you know, and, and a lot of times it comes from, I, I go looking for things and I see something that's not quite right. That could be way better. And I, and I look at, maybe I'll look at their social media presence and I'll see that, you know, they look like they're hungry for growth. You know, they look like they want, they want more, whatever they do, you know, if they're a, uh, you know, tree service guy or a concrete guy or whatever, a lot of service industries, uh, you know, things that I help. Uh, but then I'll, I'll reach out to them and, you know, some of them are, some of them are interested in the conversation and some of them are not. And that, and that's fine. And I've learned like to not take it personally if they don't want to talk to me, even though in my head, I'm screaming, I'm like, I can help you. I literally can help you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and that may but, still be true, right? You may still be able oh, yeah. to help them despite their level of interest or non-interest. Right. right. But I go through this mental battle almost every time, like even, even reaching out to them, like, I'm just like, why should they talk to me? Who am I? What, you know, whatever. It's just like, you know, stop psycho talking yourself out of it and, and just put it out there. And so it's some of it too, is also learning, not just in that, but in other areas, um, I'm in an, I'm in another group of people that are, that are all, uh, you know, marketers and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to a conference here at the end of the month, um, in, in Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, and that's another being around people who, you know, are where you want to be type of thing. Um, but one of the things we say in that group all the time is consistent, imperfect action, mm -hmm. consistent, imperfect, just be consistent. Don't worry about it being perfect and take action because mm -hmm. all three of those we can mess up on. We can like, I'm not going to do anything until it's perfect. It's like, well, guess what? You're human. It's probably never going to be perfect. Yeah. You know? And so we don't take action. We wait for perfection or we're not consistent. We'll do it today and then we won't do it again for three weeks. 
Yeah, which that goes really well with an episode that hasn't come out as of today. But by the time this episode releases, it will be out with Elijah Weaver on taking action before you feel ready. That should be just two or three episodes back in the feed. So go back and listen to that one if you haven't heard it yet. Yeah, David, we're about out of time, but I want to ask you where people can connect with you here in a second. But I also want to encourage you because you talk about how I played a role in your development this past year. Uh, You've also played a big role in mine, both from being a part of the mastermind group and specifically a conversation last year when I came to you guys and said, I don't know who I'm supposed to coach. I don't know like what the next step of my business growth is. And you encouraged me to write a book, which turned into seven steps to dominate your day and crush your goals, which eventually led to the podcast and the newsletter and a lot of the things that I'm doing right now. So I'm grateful for your influence in that area and your encouragement. And I'm again, very appreciative of all the the encouragement that you gave me as well. So when I, and I think that's that consulting piece and that's why I call my, my company, you know, the name you asked where people connect with me greater than consulting. Um, and, and it means that there's more to this than just consulting, but greater than consulting.com, uh, because, you know, at the foundation of what I do in life, whether it's this or anything else is that I, I truly get a lot of fulfillment out of it. I love helping people. I love, love helping people. I love business. And I, and, and so I love helping business owners. And so in that, in that same venue, you know, like with, with you, it's, it's kind of like a consulting thing. It's like, well, have you thought about this? You know, what about this? And I think this would be a good direction because it's something that people need. And you've already, you know, through your podcast interviews, of course, through your other training and, and other experiences, you've already, you know, in your mind, you have a storehouse of a lot of knowledge and helpful information that, you know, getting that recorded and put down somehow, whether it's audio or the book or the new book you have coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely... To me, it just seemed like the right right move for you, and I think it's gonna I think it's gonna pay off in the long run. Yeah, well, it made a big difference for me, David. Thanks for sharing your story with us. It, I'm yeah. so encouraged to see all that you've accomplished this year, and I know that when we talk again here in a few months, you're just gonna be that much further down the road. So keep oh, up yeah. the great work. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Recently, I was feeling overwhelmed with all of the responsibilities I was juggling in my work and personal life. I signed up for BetterHelp and scheduled my first online therapy session. To be honest, I was a little nervous about meeting with a therapist online, but I was matched with a great therapist who offered me a fantastic experience. She helped me tremendously in our first session, and I noticed an instant difference in my mental health. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can also message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever it's convenient for you. If you're matched with a therapist who isn't the right fit for any reason, 
season, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, you also get more scheduling flexibility and a more affordable price, especially when you get 10% off your first month by signing up at BetterHelp.com MFRP. That's BetterHelp.com mfrp check it out and sign up today